Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. We're talking about uh, issues uh, right here on our doorstep. Well, the cost of petrol and diesel. Have you noticed it rising even more recently? Being reported that the price at the pump for petrol has risen to two euro a litre in some parts. And Conor Feehan is news correspondent from the Irish Independent, and he's been writing on this. He's on the line now. Good morning uh, to you. How are you doing, Conor? Uh, now, Connor, uh, this whole issue of two euro per liter has it been breached in parts of the country? It has. Now, last week um, it went up to that level for the first time. Now, uh, it was a premium petrol product um, that was being sold by Maxall in Mulhuddert here in Dublin. Uh, and early last week, it did exceed the two euro a litre uh, mark. Now. Um, obviously, there was a lot of publicity about that because it was the first one to uh, to breach that mark. And the price of that has actually since come down. Now, we have asked Maxall, why did it come down? Um, because we wondered if it was uh, all the publicity. And I'm supposed to say, but we didn't want to comment on it. Um, they just said that prices fluctuate uh, on, on a daily basis. But certainly, everywhere else in the country, petrol is going up. I checked a few stations last week for a bit of a survey we were doing for the Irish Independent. And in one Apple Green station uh, here in Knockline in Dublin, um, petrol was 184.8 cents a litre. And that's now gone up to 188.8 in a matter of just a, a few days from, from Thursday until yesterday. And Apple Green would have been traditionally seen around the country, I think, as, as one of the, the, the uh, least expensive um selling petrol around the country and uh, they, they have now gone up as well uh, over the weekend so I'm assuming that, that everyone else is going up too. Yeah, now listeners who watch shows like Reeling in the Years will have seen those images from the 70s for example where you had massive queues at the pumps uh, are we going to see that again Connor? Not to be trite about this, we remember at the start of the COVID crisis that there um, were an awful lot uh, of um, toilet paper shortages being caused by panic buying. I mean, is the same going to happen with fuel? Um, I, I don't think so. I, I, I would hope not. But you see, as people see it rise, what they might do is um, they might decide, well, I'm going to buy the fuel now because it's only going to go up. So they might start um, stockpiling petrol or diesel. Um, so, so that could lead to an increased demand. But the assurances from the government are is that there is supply and that supply is not under threat. Yeah. 
Another listener says, are the TDs and the councillors' houses out of bounds for taking in refugees? Wants Joe to ask the question. Well, you've asked the question there yourself. Um, Paul says, uh, the petrol price yesterday, uh, Foynes, 191 a litre. Shanna Golden in County Limerick, 185. Uh, Rachel says, 192 this morning in Patrick's Well for diesel. 185 on the Dock Road for um, diesel. And uh, so certainly into the 80s the 90s and in some cases uh, breaking the two euro barrier um, more than 1500 pledges of accommodation by the way for Ukrainian refugees were registered by the Irish Red Cross between Friday and Sunday and Conor Fian, I mean you could hear there just from the comments that uh, I mentioned coming into us um, that there seems to be quite a split in people's views now about whether we um, uh, help in Ukraine or whether we, uh, what did somebody say, keep our heads down and lie low? Yeah, um, and, you know, people will be polarised, I think. And if you interviewed anybody around the country, you, you, would, you would find that dichotomy uh, in, in the population uh, all around the country. Um, emotions run high at a time like this, and obviously you know, nobody looking at the TV or the newspapers likes to see images and photographs. Of, of people fleeing their homes and their families um, under threat of their lives and leaving people behind them. So, you know, naturally there would be a cry for us to help these people as much as we can. But also there are there are people who are obviously, you know, trying to trying to buy a house or trying to rent a house or get accommodation. And that was a crisis. That was um, the government's number one problem before the, the invasion of, of Ukraine. And all of those people will feel, you know, well, you know, we need to help our own people first and, and then other people second. So I, I don't think that the, um, the the differences in opinion there um, are, are anything unique. I'd, I'd say that there, there are people all around the country who, who, who feel one way and the other. Yeah. The only thing is, Connor, that you know we often rightly complain about our politicians, both nationally and internationally, not being honest with us. Well, we've seen over the last few days that uh, they've been completely upfront about the fact that there won't be a military intervention in Ukraine by the West, to use that uh, wider expression. The reason being that if they do, it will lead to a much wider conflict. And some of the scenes we're seeing in Ukraine, we could see, uh, God help us, in other parts of uh, uh, Europe, including the European Union. Um, uh, but they are being upfront about that. But it's it's almost... It makes us uncomfortable to hear that, doesn't it? Because obviously people would prefer someone else, generally the Americans, go in and do something about this. To, to sort themselves, yeah. Well, I, I don't think there is any hiding from the truth in this, in this case. Um, as you say, look, any effort from the West would have to be some sort of an alliance. Um, we are a, a neutral country in a military sense. Um, but obviously, if, um, if, if our neighbours and NATO and um, alliances were to get involved, look, there's going to be there's going to be um, consequences for everybody globally. Um, so at the moment, I think the government are just holding out and saying it's it's not going to be a full-scale war, that, you know, we just have to wait and see what happens. And I, I think generally the hope is that the sanctions uh, in Russia will bite and maybe that that might concentrate minds of, um, of ordinary Russians and, and that they might make their own... Um, their own fears felt uh, that that might be um, that might be pie in the sky. Uh, it's, it's an ever evolving situation as we've seen over the last week. Yeah. 
All right. Well, listen, thank you very much for that. That's Conor Feehan, news correspondent from the Irish Independent. We'll take a short break and we'll chat after that to Haulier, Brendan Ryan and Brian Cook, who's Director General of the Society of the Irish Motor Industry. Call Limerick today now on 461995.